If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Santa Rosa will be creating a permanent emergency command center to help in the coordination of responses to wildfires and other natural disasters. So Santa Rosa is getting a million dollars in federal spending to help put it together. For several years, the emergency operations center has been run out of these makeshift spaces in several different city facilities, and now it's going to be all hunkered down to one location. A city building near Fenley Community Park will now be transformed into a permanent operations hub. City officials believe the move will improve response times and coordination between emergency crews whenever a disaster strikes. Will Smith has issued an official apology after slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars on Sunday night. So Will Smith posted on Instagram last night, quote, violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. And you can find the full statement on his Instagram at Will Smith. And Diddy said yesterday that Will and Chris talked it over at an after party and they're all good now. So there's no bad blood anymore after the slap. Very crazy situation. Yeah. And very intense situation. But I'm glad that they have uh, handled it like adults and talked things out. Well, on Friday, in case you missed it, Brantley Gilbert dropped his collaboration with Jason Aldean. Now, this is a trap beat infused song and it's called Rolex on a Redneck. You can put a Rolex on a Redneck. So it's like this blue collar anthem about trying to, you know, be the Warren Buffett of your small town and how if you work hard enough, even rednecks can buy things like, you know, Rolexes and Yeti coolers. So Brantley and Jason have toured together. They've written songs for one another in the past, but this is the first time they've ever collaborated on a new track. So give it a listen. We've got the full song up right now at Froggy929.com. It's gonna be a good day With Amber and Tanner in the morning I got some good friends They only good time when they're awesome Today's country, Froggy 92.9 Have you ever made an online purchase that you regretted? I bought this new pair of shoes on the internet They're my new Vans, Tanner I was so excited about those Oh yeah, you were Go ahead. You immediately turned your monitor on your computer around. You're like, look at these. I was so excited. Yeah. Um, And I read the reviews and everything seemed fine. I really like to vet my purchases. I love to read reviews just to make sure everything's going to be okay before I, you know, spend my hard earned money on something. But there's like a slight problem. They're a little gappy in the back. So every time I walk, they're, they like flip flops. These are slip on vans. Yeah. So they're rubbing against the back of my heels and they're hard to walk in. But I've already worn them a couple of times. So I'm just going to have to deal or like try to figure out how to fix them. But I. I was just walking around in them yesterday and I was like, if I knew, like, I regret this purchase so much, I would have bought another pair. <laughs> you know, I would have bought something else. Are they so bad that you have to put band-aids on the back of your heels? Yeah, I had to order some of those inserts that you, like, stick in the back of the heel Dang. because they're so gappy in the back. They, It's like I am up a size. Yeah. I've been a true eight most of my life and these are eights, but they don't fit. And the thing is, too, is 
Vans, everyone basically knows their size because people wear Vans throughout their entire lives. So I bet that's extra frustrating for you. So it is a purchase, an online purchase that I regret. Uh, But Tanner, have you ever experienced buyer's remorse after, you know, purchasing a product on the internet? Most things that I buy, honestly. I hate buying things for myself because it'll get there. And immediately I think to myself... I didn't actually need this. And I had that when I bought Chaco's sandals for Hawaii. They're those sandals that kind of crisscross all over your feet and they, you know, have your toe in a specific holding place. Yeah. And I bought them thinking I was going to love them for Hawaii and I was going to wear them in Sonoma County. I haven't worn them one time since I came back from Hawaii. (laughs) Uh, they're they're practical shoes for like see everyone wears those back in Georgia right and it makes sense but you know I I don't know I mean they're maybe. uncomfortable <laughs> you think so I don't like having my toe stuck in one oh, place oh <laughs> that makes sense we got Kimberly from Runner Park on the line uh, Kimberly what did you buy online that you regret I bought a minivan <laughs> I paid four grand for it and it was paid off in full. Six weeks after I bought it, every single light came on in that thing. Like, pretty much all but, like, one light. The whole dashboard was just lit up, like, oh. six weeks after I bought it. And I couldn't do anything because I had it paid in full. Dang it. I tried taking it to a shop to get it fixed. That cost me an extra thousand bucks. They couldn't do anything. So I traded it in and got a different car. Nice. I would have had no car payment. This one, That one would have worked well. Yeah. But I wound up having to trade it in and with a $400 a month car payment. Oof. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. If you've listened to the show the past three years, you know I am on a journey to become a world-class chef. When I moved to Sonoma County, I was a pro with the microwave, but that's just about it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so (laughs) I could do great on the microwave. I was an expert. You know, it's an excellent tool. I don't know how it works, but it is a great invention. It's a tool, but in order to become an official adult, I've had to step up my game. I've learned how to cook a few different things throughout the years. Oh, like on an oven, like in an oven, on a stove. Isn't it crazy? Toaster, Even maybe. Even an air fryer. Oh, an air fr- Oh, wow. It'll blow your mind. Next thing you know, you're going to be baking cakes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, last week on the show, I was talking about how I made chow mein. And I had a little bit of uh, an incident when it happened. Because I had three packets of it. And I was looking at the packet and I was like, "Eh, that doesn't look like enough. And so I opened three packets and dumped it in. (laughs) That's 24 servings. You used three (laughs) packs of noodles? (laughs) So I had all of these extra noodles laying around. And Amber, you suggested something awesome, just freezing it. Yeah, you can freeze it for a couple of months and it'll it'll still be good if, you know, you need it. One of those nights where you're like, I don't feel like cooking anything. Yeah. Uh. And so I did that for most of it, but I kept some in my fridge and I was just eating it nonstop. And I was like, I need to at least change it up a little bit to have a different <laughs> texture and taste in my mouth. Yeah. So on Facebook, someone suggested that I make pot stickers out of them. Mm, I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. That's fun. So basically you just, you know, get some flour and put some water, roll it out into a dough. And it reminded me back in my little Caesars days, I've only worked in pizza outside of radio. And I was like, oh, when it comes to rolling dough, I'm an expert. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Okay, so you had the actual dough. Like, yeah. you didn't buy, like, no. pre-made, like, wraps or anything? I made this from scratch. Wow. And I was really excited about it. And uh, they ended up tasting really good. And, Amber, have you ever repurposed leftovers like that before? 
Uh, I basically use any leftovers to make some sort of taco. Yeah. That, honestly, that's what I do all the time, and I and I feel really proud of myself for it. Catching the catching the with these guys. It's just snake bite morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Last week, I tagged my friend in something on Facebook and she never responded, which I thought was weird because A, she's always on Facebook and B, she always responds. So I went to her Facebook page and I saw that we were not friends anymore on Facebook. What? So not only that, not only had she unfriended me, but she unfriended like everyone from our old friend group plus more and it just looked like she did like a clean sweep. And she knows she still had people on there like her mom, her husband, and just like our old English teacher from high school. I don't know. But it was weird. So I decided, I was like, well, maybe she got hacked. So I texted her about it. And she said, no, that she didn't get hacked, that she did unfriend a bunch of people. Dang, that is an me. awkward situation. You're like, how did our old English teacher make the cut? But I didn't make <laughs> the cut. exactly <laughs> what I said to myself. I was just like, <laughs> what? She was like, if I didn't feel sentimental towards the account, it got deleted. And I was like, dang, that... that only slightly hurts a little bit. I wasn't uh, I wasn't upset about the unfriending. I was upset that she didn't feel sentimental towards me in my life anymore. Yeah, I mean, how far back do you go with this person? Oh my gosh, so far back. I used to ride my bike to her grandma's every day over the summer and we we spent we spent so much time together since we were like 5 years old. So wow. we and I just talked to her the other day. So she texted me and she was like, "I still consider you one of my closest friends. We're just gonna have to text now." Interesting. So I, I don't know what was going on and if I should be upset or not. Well, I think it's. I don't think it personally has anything to do with you. I think she's someone that kind of just wants a clean slate, but it it doesn't make it hurt any less. I totally understand that. And I'm kind of sitting here and I'm thinking maybe I need to do the same thing. You know, it's Facebook and social media doesn't mean the same thing to to other people. Yeah, like it means different things to different people. While I see it as a way to like keep up with other people's lives, people don't see it that way. Right. Like people don't see it as like the meaning of friendship. Well, at least your friend is coming to it like. You know, you guys are still friends and stuff like that. Because typically when people delete each other on Facebook, they're like, I want nothing to do with you. Exactly. You're out the door. Get out of my life. But, but it, it doesn't seem like that's the case with this friend. It didn't. She said it didn't mean that for her. And, you know, I, I was like, well, I'm glad we talked about it. And I'm glad you responded. And she was like, of course, like, again, like I said, you're still my friend. I'm not going to ghost you. But I was just still like kind of shocked about the whole situation. Uh, so we asked on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Would you be offended if a lifelong friend unfriended you on Facebook? 75% said yes, and 25% said no. So it's okay to hurt just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Should Will Smith give his Oscar back? Will Smith has publicly apologized for the slap that was heard around the world at Sunday night's Oscars. Now, in case you missed it, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, saying, can't wait to see G.I. Jane 2. And it 
the camera panned to Jada Pinkett Smith, who, you know, had to shave her hair recently due to uh, some hair loss condition called alopecia. And it really offended Will Smith. So he marched on the stage at the Oscars and this happened. I'm out here. Uh Oh, Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked me. So Will was really hurt by this statement, which caused him to act aggressively. And Will Smith has since released a statement publicly apologizing and in short saying violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. I would like to apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed. Now, Will Smith also won an Oscar for his role in King Richard. And Allegedly, you know, Will and Chris talk things over after the after party and, you know, they're all good. But posts on social media are asking right now, should Will Smith get his Oscar revoked? Should he get it taken away? And here's what I need to say, because I don't think it's about who was right and wrong in the situation. I think it's about what actually happened and what the facts are. What Will Smith did is basically assault And, and, you know, if you look, everyone in the room was shocked. They were uncomfortable. So the Academy has a code of conduct that they have to adhere to. And if they let Will Smith get away with this, then anything could happen at the Oscars. People could get hurt. So I think that his Oscars will be revoked. I, I don't think that it's a matter of should it or shouldn't it. I just think it absolutely is going to happen. A lot of people are, in social media are really back and forth on this. Like, no, he was just defending his wife. He should get to keep it. Or no, it was assault. He, he should get it taken away. Uh, but I think code of conduct wise, it's going to get removed. And in terms of the law, Will Smith is actually in the clear. The LAPD was aware of the incident, but Chris Rock didn't make any charges against Will. But what do you think about the situation? Do you think Will should or shouldn't get his Oscar revoked? Call right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. It's the incident that everyone is talking about. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. So basically what happened is Chris Rock was on stage. He made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith that Will Smith did not like. So he marched on stage and slapped him right across the face. And it's got a lot of people talking on the internet. Should Will Smith's Oscar be taken away? Now, I just previously said that I don't think it's a matter of should or would. I think it will be taken away. Really? The Academy has like a code of conduct that they have to adhere to. And I I just have a feeling they're going to revoke it. I don't think they're going to take it away. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think I was reading this morning that a lot of people believe that it's not going to be taken away because, for instance, Harvey Weinstein's Oscars haven't been taken away. They haven't? No, they haven't. I thought they did. Shockingly, they have not. Those got to go. And so if we're going to take away Will Smith's Oscar, we're going to be taking away a lot of people's Oscars for, you know, a code of conduct and stuff like that because people have done some pretty awful things. And I think if you take away Will Smith's Oscar, it's going to, you know, just avalanche into a whole other thing. And that's probably something the Academy wants to avoid. Uh, Maybe. Um, See, there's so many things going around on the internet 
internet. Yeah. You know, I, I don't really know what's going to happen or what to believe. But we've got Pete from Petaluma on the line. Pete, what do you think about this whole situation? I mean, I believe it was a hoax. You know, I don't watch award shows, but it was just blowing up on social media, you know. So yeah. it's like, because the raise is so low for the Oscars that they're trying to, you know, bring it back. I believe. Pete. Uh, can I ask you, have you, uh, so there's the American broadcast version and then there's the European, Australian and uh, different broadcasts across the world. Did you hear what Will Smith actually said uh, to Chris Rock after the incident? Oh, I, I tried to, to you know, listen to some of the, like, the live feed, but no. So, honestly, no, I, I did not. If you watch that, it'll change your mind. Because uh, I thought it was a hoax, too, when I first saw it. And then I saw that, completely changed my mind, and I thought, oh, this is real. You're not wrong, Pete. Uh, like, Oscars ratings did go up by 56%, and the incident did drive up viewership, but as far as we're concerned, it <laughs> it was real. <laughs> it was shocking, but it was real. Okay, well, so. I don't know. I mean, you're you're totally right to your opinion to believe that it was a hoax. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy ninety two point nine. So this morning when Amber and I came into the studio, I was complaining. Specifically, I was complaining about my coffee. I was like, Amber, I'm so sick and tired of my coffee being cold like 10 minutes when I get into work. And you told me it's because I have a coffee mug. And you're like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, because I was like, why don't you have like a thermos or a Yeti mug or, you know, something. And you were like, because they get all moldy. That happens to you, right? I was like, no, I Uh, wash my cups. (laughs) Well, I respect you for it because I have gone through at least 100 coffee thermoses and <laughs> it is so one of my, it is one of my worst habits this is what happens i'll buy one and i'll be like yep i'm changing my lifestyle i can't wait to do this and then a week will go by and i'll forget it on a counter i'll forget it at a desk and something like that i'll open it and i'll be like it turned into yeah. yogurt what happened to you oh <laughs> no, I get it. Like we all have those things, you yeah. know. And you know, I respect you for trying and, uh, it, yeah. and admitting I've, that you do it. I've even gone so far to being like, you know what? I'm gonna buy an expensive thermos because it costs me a lot of money. I'm gonna take care of it. Didn't work. Didn't no, work. Still got know, moldy. Maybe it's because you just got a lot on your mind. You got you're you're busy. Yeah. You're working hard. Every time I you do it. You leave some mold in the coffee mug. <laughs> and I was a kid growing up that would have the stack of plates and stuff in their bedroom. Oh, That no. was me. And I am so bad about <laughs> that. Doing dishes with me in the household is a nightmare. I mean, maybe you can reverse it. You just maybe. like scare yourself. You think about all those times you had a science experiment in your coffee mug and you're just like, no more. If you see no, a coffee thermos on my desk that's been sitting there for a while, will you scream at me? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I won't scream, but maybe I'll make fun. I'll be like, ew. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to be talking to Dylan. Now, Dylan has a robe that he wears nearly every single day, and Barry Martindale is going to give him a hard time about it. Hello? 
Hi, is this Dylan? Yeah, hi, this is Dylan. This is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you about your home in Petaluma. I'm contacting you today because some neighbors have been concerned about the activities at your home. I understand you have a robe that you wear very often. Now, this robe has become quite an issue for some of my clients. What are you talking about? I don't understand. This robe that you wear, apparently you wear it when you go get mail, when you do things before you get ready for the day. Okay, yeah, that's just that's just my bath bathrobe. I don't understand why you're calling. You're, well, you're a lawyer? I'm calling you because your bathrobe is terrifying children in the neighborhood. And I saw pictures of you in this robe from evidence and you are scaring me as well. What are you talking? I don't I don't understand. Well, I don't understand why you would have that robe. How long have you had that robe? I've, I've always had that robe. I mean, it's just a robe that I wear. I'm around at my house doing errands. Well, that, doing laundry. well, that's apparent because I can almost smell like the robe through the picture. Excuse me? So here's what we're going to have to ask you to do. We need you to get rid of that robe. I would suggest burning it as soon as possible and to never do this again. And if you do do this again, we're going to ha- charge you for an $800 infraction. $800 for wearing my robe? Excuse, what? what are you talking about? I'm not going to pay you $800 for it. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. I'm so confused. I thought this was real. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's a place your parents never let you go as a kid? So I was by the Runner Park Expressway yesterday, and I saw a business that I didn't know existed in Sonoma County, but it brought up a lot of memories. I'm talking about Chuck E. Cheese. And I like this punk rock version of the right? Chuck E. Cheese theme that you found. It's from 2004. Oh. And the thing is... Prime time for you. Yeah. When I was a kid, I saw these Chuck E. Cheese commercials and I begged my mom. I was like, please, mom, please let me go to Chuck E. Cheese. Everybody gets to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And she went, not everybody gets to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and, that's true. And I definitely didn't get to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Uh-huh. And so the other day when I saw Chuck E. Cheese in Roner Park... I looked at my girlfriend and I was like, is it weird if we go in just to take a look? And she says, you know, I will support you because I love you, but you're a 25 year old man yeah. and that's kind of weird. <laughs> Don't go in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it, especially if it's just you and yeah. you're just like looking around, <laughs> you're going to get some questions. <laughs> my mom told me, she was like, a big re- reason why I'm not going to take you Chuck E. Cheese because I know you'll cry when you see those, you know, animatronics. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> you were like 13 at the time. I was 25. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Amber, uh, did your parents, did you have a place where you really wanted to go when you were a kid and your parents said, no way, Jose? Um, I don't know if it's a place, but it's a place in a place. Uh, for some reason, my mom wouldn't let me go into the ball pit at McDonald's. What? I had to avoid it. What? She said it was so dirty. She'll tell you now, I'm pretty sure, but she like didn't want me going into the ball pit. She was like, it's nasty in there. Like I was always such a sickly kid. So she was like, imagine the germs and bacteria that are in the ball pit. She's like, you'll have fun now, but I'm going to have to deal with it later. I definitely <laughs> snuck in there when she wasn't looking sometimes. She's like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I was like, ball pit!
it. Woo! Well, know? I'm glad you got to have that experience. I didn't get to have my experience sneaky. at Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, well, maybe we'll take you to Chuck E. Cheese, but yeah. we'll have to like go with somebody who has kids so it doesn't look bad. Yeah, we can't just go by ourselves. <laughs> that Now, that would be very weird. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. On our Facebook page, people are sharing places that they wanted to go, but their parents wouldn't let them. Here's what you said. Arlene from Santa Rosa says, Stinson Beach, they thought I would get eaten by a shark. Oh my gosh. Maisie from Petaluma says, wasn't allowed to go to downtown Petaluma with friends until I was in high school. Now that makes sense. That makes sense, sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Shannon from Santa Rosa says, as a kid, when we live in Windsor and Waterworks was still open, I wasn't allowed to go. I only went once with my mom to pick up my brother. Didn't know how to swim, so it makes sense why she wouldn't let me go. With Amber and Tanner. Good Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Under the sea, under the sea, darling, it's better down where it's wet. Have you ever been swimming with a dolphin or dolphins? I've been watching a lot of nature documentaries, my fiance. It's something that I'm new to. And last night, we watched this episode all about dolphins, okay? Yeah. And there's this place in Brazil where frequently the local kids wait for the dolphins to come in and they swim with the dolphins. And it's the cutest thing ever because they all know each other and they have this special bond. And I was like, I want to swim with the dolphins. That is such a different life experience than so many of us have. And it's honestly quite remarkable. <laughs> just like every day, I'm just trying not to get bit by dogs. I'm like running. Yeah. And then there's these kids in Brazil. They're like, dolphins. They're like, hey, Fred, what's up? It's noon. I'm glad you're here, buddy. <laughs> it, it was one of the cuter things I've ever seen. Um, so I've never had like an, a close encounter with a dolphin before. They absolutely fascinate me, especially after watching this documentary. Uh, Tanner, have you ever had a close encounter with a dolphin? Like, what's the situation here? I don't like dolphins. I feel like I can't trust dolphins. They look great on TV. (laughs) They do. But I I don't trust dolphins. Okay, so you've never seen one? I've never seen one in person, and I don't know how to swim. So that presents another problem. Okay. Well, we can put a vest on you, like, you know, a floaty. We can get you some floaties. Maybe I can get one of those swim caps with a little fin on top so I blend in. I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I am dying to swim with a dolphin. I, I I feel like I would create this special bond with a dolphin. We'd be friends for life. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. But we asked on Facebook, because I want to know about your experiences. Have you ever been swimming with a dolphin? Where and what was it like? Stephanie from Windsor said, our family did in Hawaii. It was amazing. Great experience and a lot of fun. Julie from Santa Rosa says, at Six Flags, best surprise gift my husband ever did. Very exhilarating and special. They did an awesome education piece to dolphins, and it wasn't rushed. Would love to do it in nature. Well, me too. (laughs) Cadence from Santa Rosa said, I went when I was a teenager in Key West in Florida. Literally a dream come true for me. I love snorkeling underwater with them, and you could hear them talk to each other. What? It was beautiful, and the water was amazing down there anyways. If you get the chance, you should definitely try it. Swim with dolphins. Swim, Swim with, with dolphins. dolphins. Let's go. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. So a new list of the top slang terms that are outdated came out, and it's things like on fleek, buggin', and trippin'. And I was thinking to myself, when our generation is older when we're in our 80s, 90s, even 100s. 
It's going to be kind of weird hearing old people saying things like, What's a Luke Bryan? Sorry. It's going to be like, I was tripping. <laughs> and and it's, just, it's just something I've been thinking about all morning long. And I grew up in a nursing home because... No, I didn't live there, but my mom worked at a nursing home. But, you know, I would... You had Benjamin Button's disease. They were confused. You were there first. In three months, I will be in diapers. Uh, No, but... uh, And I spent so much time around the elderly, and I really cherish that experience. But I would hear phrases they would say all the time, like, Ooh, she's a Bonnie. What does that mean? I still have no idea. I think it means, like, she's fun. She's a firecracker. But I, you know, I don't think you should go around saying things you don't know what they mean, Tanner. That's a good point. I'm going to look this up. I might get in trouble for that. Who knows? Clean. Uh, but during <laughs> that experience, when I would spend time at my mom's work, they had a lot of music therapy. And I thought that was so cool. They would play like Elvis songs and the Beach Boys songs for people that, you know, have dementia and Alzheimer's to kind of bring them back to their youth. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And along this theme, it's probably going to be pretty weird when we're old and we're listening to things like Bruno Mars and <laughs> 2 Chains and stuff like that. Just old people going around singing Spice Girls like, oh, <laughs> tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Wow. <laughs> you know, I used to play piano uh, for places like these. Yeah. And they would always request things like, you know, um, Elvis, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. or like the Unchained Melody right. was a very popular one. I played that one a lot. No. Spice Girls? No, not yet. <laughs> maybe, maybe when I'm yeah. in one of these resident places, I will be requesting Spice Girls. <laughs> so, Amber, when you are of that age, what do you think is a song you'll remember forever? I think I will be requesting to hear Florida Georgia Lines Cruise. Catchiest songs to come out yeah. like in our lifetime, yeah. and I don't think I'll ever be able to forget this song. It's so fun. And new generations will be like, "What do you mean, roll your windows down and cruise?" <laughs> yeah, what? What's well, a Florida Georgia line? I flew here in my car. What are you talking about? For me, it's Chicken Fried from the Zac Brown Band. And a little bit of chicken fried. I just imagine myself retired at like 90, living on some ranch in Montana. I'm sitting in a rocking chair. Okay, these are big dreams. Yeah, probably bigger dreams than I can actually make happen. (laughs) It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What's a book that completely changed your life, made a huge difference? Right now, I'm attempting to read more in 2022, which is not really working out considering I don't know how to read. Um, so, <laughs> just kidding. It's just not working out how I had planned. I, I think I mentioned that I have a friend right now that's read like 16 books already in 2022, and I've read like two. Um, so, I, I'm just trying to read more books. Maybe I'm trying to, maybe I need to challenge myself. And read a book that's life-changing. It makes me think differently. And I, I love fiction. It's my favorite genre. But I really I really think I need to change it up. Yeah. Maybe a good idea for you would, would to be move over to nonfiction for a little bit. Yeah. So I'm looking for yeah. a book that's like life-changing. Yeah. That challenges me in some ways. Uh, so have you read a book maybe that 
change that for you, Tanner? Maybe change oh, yeah. the way you're thinking or the way you looked at life? When I read, I basically read exclusively nonfiction. And so I could send you a whole laundry list if you want. But the biggest one that changed my life the most is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen uh, Covey. And basically, the book is about, you know, changing a situation. To do that, we have to change ourselves in some way. And basically, we are the drivers of our own life. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I when I was younger, I was such a passenger in my old life. I was like, well, life just happens and I'll figure out a way through. And this changed my mind to be like, no, you're in control. And maybe you have to change some things internally to make things happen. Interesting. Yeah. You know, that book's been recommended to me uh, many a time. So it's probably a good time to try to read it. It's a good <laughs> so one. It has changed um, a lot of lives. We're getting some great messages right now on Facebook. Thank you so much for sending these. Uh, you can send them right now at facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Richard from Petaluma said, getting things done by David Allen. The whole mantra of your brain is having ideas, not for holding ideas, definitely has helped reduce my stress and get my actions on paper. So I'm not worrying about what I'm forgetting to do. Oh, I like that. I like that That's a lot. Cool. Thank you, Richard. Uh, looks like we got a message from Lauren from Sebastopol. She said, Atomic Habits. This book is all you need instead of all the productivity stuff you see all over the internet. And actually, I'm getting a lot of messages about that book, Atomic Habits. Sounds good. Debbie from Cloverdale said, The Untethered Soul. This will literally change your life. It's really the Bible of don't sweat the small stuff. <sighs> you guys are giving me a lot of homework, a lot of books to read. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking.